worst fight between you and Mike. Can you explain more of the wall art? I'm trying to think of like what one of my favorite memories. Is Matt funny IRL or is it just for the cameras? Favorite song off Taylor Swift's Midnight's album. Oh, oh, oh. Are we too close? Should we zoom out a little bit, maybe? You know what? No, no. How about you sit on my lap? How about that? Do you want to? Do you want to sit on my lap? No, I'm good. I feel like this is. Uh, we're just. Is, we're, we're not doing the ad read, so we could have a little bit more. I like this. I feel really comfortable that this is just in one frame. I kind of feel like Carly and Aaron when they do their own only friends. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that's cool. This Wait, is... am I still coming through on that? I have this weird. Okay, no. now I feel fine. Howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. It is me and Mike. And today, this episode, we're going to be doing a Q&A. I posted on my Instagram asking you guys to send in some questions uh, for me. And I'm here to answer them. So, Mike, you have access to my account. I do. I do. But, but before we get into that, sure. how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Do you have a good week? Uh, yeah, it's been very busy. December is a very busy time for marketing People want to spend their budgets Q4, uh, uh, which means uh, quarter, the fourth quarter, fourth quarter, yeah, in, sorry, in uh, <laughs> business uh, terms, yes. So you know, I've just been working a lot, and uh, things are good. No complaints. I'm excited for the weekend, and we do, we have a you have a TikTok going viral right now. Oh, uh, re viral that, that you are in, and it's the one of Mike and I uh, singing to the well. Doing more of a lip dub to the moment in the Miss Americana Taylor Swift documentary with her and Jack Antonoff when they're riding Getaway Car. And you nailed it in one take, I think, because that's how two, well you did it. Two or three. It. You did it pretty quickly. It took me a few tries, but Matt has known this like scene from the movie for years, so it was very easy for you to do. But you're also but you're also really, really skilled at at lip dubbing too but you have a more of a different approach than i do because i don't know if the people the listeners the watchers have seen this we we'll also put it up on screen here. we also posted um a scene of us doing the opening scene um of the social network david fincher's the social network written by aaron sorkin it's the scene with mark zuckerberg as a young college student with his uh girlfriend erica and she breaks up with him at a bar and that scene already is so long it's about 10 minute a 10 minute long scene mike and i dur during quarantine covid days where social interaction was very limited we would always try to make it a commitment to memorize that scene in that script and we always had like a loose understanding of it and we thought if we were to do another lip dub we got to do it to the opening scene from The Social Network. So we did that. Now for me, the way I kind of like memorize things or lift up things, it's basically like as if I'm singing the song. Like yeah. as it comes out of their mouth, it has to come out of my mouth. Right, right. You do a more toned down approach. A, or, a little bit of a delay because I know the rhythm and if I hear the line at the beginning, I can just catch up. So when they end... I'll end a second later. And I, I, when we were recording that, I was like, this is going to be a bitch to edit because Mike is doing this like a second behind everything. But actually editing it, 
it worked perfectly and you were so much more natural because if i start a second later i just know i need to end a second later and then i also was surprised i did look at some of the comments and i was surprised at people saying that i did a good job because i thought i was so you saw the show it made me feel like i did a bad job like in a good way no because i'm overacting in it because it's helping me it's helping me memorize it by overacting i just think it's funnier too to see someone like like your facial expressions like i like seeing that and i was like cringing at how stiff and like but erica yeah but people i don't know i think it's because i also look like um your standard issue jewish white male jesse eisenberg jack antonoff so so. that's what i do we only need to (laughs) and i'm willing to transform myself for any type of character you've been a girl two times already oh shoot i haven't really had to change much which is also probably why people see me as doing a better job. Do you think you could do a Jewish girl pretty well? Oh, yeah. Like a Beanie Feld scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's where we're going to go. A scene from... Uh, Maybe we should do girls. I'll be Adam Driver and you can be <laughs> Lena Dunham. Is Lena Dunham Jewish? I'm pretty sure she no, is. No, I don't think so. Dunham? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, okay, should we get to the Q&A? Let's get to the Q&A. For the people who sent in questions, thank you. For the people who didn't. And wish they did. I'm sorry. It's okay if this video does well. Maybe we can do it again. I have no clue what these questions are. We are really opening them up and looking at them blindly. Yes, we haven't looked at this. These are on Matt's Instagram. And these are all natural questions that people have submitted. Did you know that sometimes people who like do Q&As, the questions that they're answering can be submitted by the person... Account. on instagram when you put put like ask me anything and then they and it's like respond. we really want to see your skincare routine or how about those new pillows you've been showing nobody asked that question sometimes this can be the case that nobody asked the question just that influencer is making up their answer so they can talk about it which i think is just crazy <laughs> like that's a crazy person i could never like you're staging conversation and dialogues with yourself as a form of entertainment if you don't have people to do it for you you have people just have to be self-actualized you know what it's it's showbiz actually showbiz, do baby. what you want be as crazy as you can <laughs> if that's what's gonna um oh i wanted you. to ask this sorry is this one of the first questions no no i feel like we just haven't had a conversation ross this is just devolving into another mike and matt episode but how are your dungarees? My dungarees? Or your Wranglers? Oh, I got them. I'm wearing Are them. Are these them? Let's yeah. see them. I'm wearing my dungarees. Is that what you call? I don't know. Is I, I just, that's like a 90s. I got them. But the thing is, though, I have no butt, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. You're a surfboard back there, bud. Um, it's a very flat butt, but I got the Wranglers. And they're like nice and high-waisted. <laughs> and they're actually perfectly fit where I don't really need to wear a belt. Because someone is- commented on the last episode, because you didn't name the exact ones. They commented on the Zane episode. Yes, like, oh. I, I got the, not, the Cowboy Cut, the Cowboy Cut Slim. And you know what? A lot of you listeners, I think majority of this audience are women. This isn't really that interesting. But I want to let you know. Fashion is fashion. I found out what it was. You want me to come closer? A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Okay. Um, Have you seen Ben and Emil on their channel that when they get to 50,000 subscribers, they're going to kiss? What are they at now? Like 48,000. Oh, boy. If you guys aren't subscribed to um, uh, Trillionaire Trillionaire Mindset Mindset under TMG, but they have their own channel, Trillionaire Mindset. Ben and Emil, the two hosts, good friends of ours, they're going to kiss if they get to 50K before the end of the year. So, so. yeah, go subscribe to them. We've also had them as guests on here. So And they are great friends. Okay. First question from Sally Dar Griffin. No way. Great friend of the show. Aren't we supposed these supposed to be kept anonymously? They are not anonymous on Instagram, and her question is literally at the very top. Oh, wait, as me as a user, I get them. But, okay, sure. Let's hear If it. I think if we share them, it wouldn't. But we're not sharing them. Okay. okay. So Sally Dar has asked two questions. 
but I think this is the juicier one. Worst fight between you and Mike. Which I think, based on our conversation just now, I ca- I thought I saw this before. I cannot remember a time that you and I have ever had a disagreement. Be- like that's a like, heavy disagreement. Like a fight. I wouldn't categorize anything that you and I have ever done as a fight. No, absolutely not. Never. Right. That's like a weird. This never been to a point where I've been like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> Can you imagine that? If I did, I think we'd burst out laughing. I'm just imagining you like slamming the door behind you like, what? 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 <laughs> Our first fight. You know what? We've never had one. Can I? This may be kind of dark, but I, I think I should say it. Because it was... I was going through a really dark, dark, terrible time like in my life. And I was really, really stressed out. And trigger warning... I would say, I would just mutter to myself out of expression, like, oh, I just want to unalive myself. But instead of unalive myself, he would say K I L L. K I L L. That was bad. It was like a a tick. It was a tick. And trust me, like, I knew my, I didn't have like that dark of thoughts to get there, but it was a bad habit where I would just say, oh, well, F it. I'm going to do that whenever I'd be annoyed and doing something. And Mike, one day, you straight up pinched my arm. Oh, yeah. So hard. Yeah, You sorry. pinched it so hard where I wanted to slap. Like, I wanted yeah, to, like, you wanted I wanted physical to, reaction. I wanted to cause pain to you. Yeah. Almost felt like, like we were brothers or like little, you know, yeah. like your kid and your yeah. brother hits you, you want to hit them right back. Yeah. Um, but in that moment where I was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? You're like, don't say that. Like, because not- I've been telling you to stop saying that for what felt like months. And I couldn't get you to stop saying it. And you'd be like flossing your teeth and you'd just be like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm like, dude, stop. Yeah. It's not good to say that. Like you're just whatever. And then one day I was, I got pissed that you kept saying it. And I just gave you a nice little Oh, I Pavlovian. still remember we were on the couch of your old apartment. It was like a, pa- I, re- I mean, it's like a Pavlovian thing. Like if you in- associate pain with something, then they're not going to do it anymore. And buddy, <laughs> it stuck with me. And like, I really stopped. That's what made you stop doing that. Yeah, it, wow. I, I stopped saying it as bad. It, it was a big wake up call, but I remember that you were. I mad. went from a point of like so much anger. You were mad. That's a good. That might be the closest thing we've ever come to a fight because you were just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but great question, Sally Dar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jesus, starting off crazy here. Okay, um, what are you most proud of this year? <sighs> what am I most proud of this year? This sounds cheesy, but I'm very proud of. Proposing to my girlfriend, or, oh, or and now having a fiance. fiance, because I think that is always such a very like looming thing that needs to be done. It's at like the tip, tip, top of your to do list, though it doesn't relate to any of your career or but anything it else. Like every day of your life, but it too. will change your life. And I do think it's always like something. Sometimes people always fall into a trap or like, eh, now's not the time. Maybe next right, year. Right. They they it's but you know, it's different for everybody on when they want to propose. Right. But I'm so happy like I but it's not about me. It's not about me working up the courage to propose. But it's no it's, it's us you, feeling it out. But I'm happy that like I believed in myself and my heart and mind to do it and that you were right like you feel good about it and you you made you did something that you set your mind to and accomplished it and i'm so relieved that now it's like over right it was just it's one of like a really big uh hurdle to jump and and like most people go through it so but it's a big deal it's It's, a big deal it's the biggest decision you've ever made yeah i think it was one of the most defining things that like i'm proud of this year of like doing that because i don't i can't imagine like if i didn't do it 
Yeah, like, then it, you're what, just like dating for longer? Like, yeah. It would have been, I don't know, it was just the perfect timing, and I'm so glad that it's done, and I'm so excited for well, the future. Well, except for the appendix thing. The timing was a little askew, but you made it work. <laughs> okay. I know. Next question. Matt, if you were to move out of California, where would you move to? <sighs> out of California? Yeah. Is money, is money a concern? Let's assume you can afford to live where you want to live. But, like, you're moving there. You're not going to, like, oh, I'm going to spend two months in Paris and two months in France. Honestly, I'd probably move to Dallas. If there was, Dallas? Yeah. If there was... Because I think I have a handful of friends who are still in Texas. I wouldn't feel so lonely. Anywhere else in my brain, I do have, like, a handful of friends, but I would still feel, like, a little bit lonely. Like disconnected With, from... Yeah. yeah. I, would say, I would say Dallas or Austin, but not that many people I know still live in Austin. So I would say Dallas, genuinely, like yeah, Dallas. to like live there, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Where, where did you think I would have a different response? I thought maybe you would say Alabama too. Alabama, well, no. If I truly had to pick, yeah, I would choose Dallas for sure. I'm surprised you would choose Dallas over Austin, also. No, well, Austin, I think, is really overpriced, like now. Okay, fair. And, that's why and, I, guess. I, and yeah. I just don't feel like the city has the charm it used to, and um. And your parents so, live in there's Dallas. So, it, there's something kind of weird about also Austin since I went to college there. It's, it kind of feels too familiar. Right. Or, 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 I don't know, it's just like it just everything reminds you of a chapter and that's your frame of right, reference. Right. And I also feel like Dallas, since like I moved away from Dallas when I was like 18, I never really truly got to like fully enjoy and experience that city. Right. So you get to sort of view it with like fresh yeah, eyes now. Yeah. Sometimes people visit Dallas and they go, Matt, what are great places to go in Dallas? I'm like... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you haven't been there. The Mikosina <laughs> off the tollway? I, shit, if I know. Also, I know that this is probably a question in here. It's a comment on every episode, so I'm just going to ask it for the audience. Why are these not straight? Um, okay. It's because they're not hung up with nails. No, Do you want to explain this? Okay, <laughs> yes. Damn, I'm, I'm, I always thought that nobody would notice. At least one comment every episode. Uh, it's because uh, most of them are hung up with those double-sided, like, sticky pad the Velcro 3M, things. Like the 3M Velcro things that you hang up. Uh, and we don't own this house. We rent it. So <laughs> that's just kind of it. But honestly, I feel like it kind of adds the charm. Maybe... Okay, maybe this one. This one wasn't fixed for a while. Then we fixed it, and then this one fell, and we put it back up. So there, like, we almost. I think there was like maybe two episodes where it was correct. And And the worst thing is, was we don't want to mess with it because (laughs) if we mess with it, then it may not go back up, and then we have to go buy sticky tape more sticky tape to do it, or we hang it up and then it falls in the middle of the night, and that sets off the house alarm because the alarm gets triggered. If there is a loud noise, so it's um, it's just a part of the charm here at Hoot and Half Studios. Is that so? Things- deal with it, but maybe <laughs> we'll fix it for next year. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Uncommon Goods. If you haven't finished your holiday shopping yet, don't panic. Okay, we've got a secret source for incredible original gifts. And that, my friends, is Uncommon Goods. UncommonGoods.com has the absolute best gifts for everyone in your life. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only. And it's not just stuff that you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. So skip the gifts that scream last minute and find something truly original at UncommonGoods.com. I've got some incredible things from their site. I just bought Patricia these awesome glasses for her kitchen that are made from wine bottles. I also have a really cool uh, ceramic uh, bag. 
And we also have Mr. Elephant Peanut Bowl here. I have this really cool ceramic jar that looks like a plastic Ziploc bag that's on my desk. I also have this awesome little peanut tray uh, that is made out of like wood and has an elephant. They're just really fun, awesome gifts. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. And if you're looking for a gift that you don't have to worry about getting lost in the mail, Uncommon Goods experiences are more than virtual classes. They're unexpected opportunities to have fun and connect in new ways. From tarot card readings, lunar astrology charting, cooking and mixology classes, crafts, gardening, and so much more, Uncommon Experiences are a great way to show love for someone. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone and not the same lackluster gifts you could find just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give $1 back to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. So to get 15% off your next gift, visit uncommongoods.com slash hoot. That's, That's uncommongoods.com slash hoot for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. They are all out of the ordinary. Is Matt funny IRL or is it just for the cameras? I think the answer is yes. Yeah. 100%. I think so. I think Matt is sometimes funnier in real life than he is on cameras because... <laughs> I I know, yeah. Well, well I, I, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, I am funny. <laughs> um, off camera, yeah, that that is true. But I know because you like I like entertaining off camera way more than I like entertaining on camera. There's like it, this pressure when the camera's on where you yeah. like have to perform, and then maybe there's decisions you make otherwise. But like, if I call you up in the middle of the day and you're like driving, yeah. you will be the funniest I've ever seen you when you're just like FaceTime driving in the car that I'll, you just can't get. From like sitting in a room, the comedy is all contextual, but yeah. short answer is definitely yes. Um, okay, I, I think they were actually meaning to say like Earl, like funny. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite aquatic animal? Um, oh, uh, a whale. Um, hands down, a whale. Which kind of whale? Probably like a humpback whale. Yeah. <laughs> what? For sure. That was a quick killer, answer. Killer whales. Eh, killer whales like look cool, but I don't know. They're kind of like scary looking to me. Hmm. But a wh- seeing a whale, there is nothing like that. That is really cool. When I was in Hawaii, we pulled off. There's like that road, and there's a thing called Whale Lookout. You just pull your car over. It's like on a highway, on a cliff, and you just look out into the ocean, and there's just whales. They're massive. It's the biggest mammal on Earth. So right? that means they don't lay eggs, right? Huh? They're mammals. Yeah. So no eggs. No. It's crazy. I know. Fish lay eggs. I like turtles. Sharks lay eggs. Turtles. No, not that's not. <laughs> what? I didn't mean to reference the meme. Oh. I do. That's my favorite aquatic animal is a turtle. A turtle. What kind of turtle? Sea turtle, land turtle, box turtle? I don't know the difference. A painted turtle? A teenage mutant ninja? There we go. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can say this, but when are you and Patricia getting married? Oh, okay, we have a say. date. I'll, I'll let you know this. We have a date, and it's fall of 2023, Okay, if that helps. That was the 1975 concert. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was even better than I expected. You know, do you ever get, like, anxiety right before you go to a concert? Because, especially big arena ones, you're looking at the seat map. Tickets are crazy expensive. You're 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 completely convincing yourself that you are not going to get a good seat or the seats won't be good enough yeah you have other friends who have better seats than you and it's just a bunch of hubbub we did spend 
A pretty penny? A pretty penny. Okay. But I realized this is my, I would say, my second most favorite band. I listen to them all the time. I knew the album like that. Were they back. in your top listening on Spotify this year? He was in my number one. Oh. It was my number one band. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it was the 1975. So, obviously, had to go. Um, it was really, really great. We had awesome seats. Um, this set, this set was insane. Maddie Healy ate a piece of meat. He went through a TV. Phoebe Bridgers came out and oh, surprise really? performed. Oh, yeah. My only regret was that I didn't roll with Todd and Zane because they got to go to an after party and hang out with Maddie Healy. No way. And, well, I didn't get the invite, but I wish they would have told me because I just went home and I just went to bed. And they hung out with him. Apparently, they like kind of met him or whatever. Wow. And, what, and, and they said, he, go, he knows us. They were saying he knows us. I don't know if that's true. They probably hate that I'm talking about this. <laughs> but that I had, I had such a high. And then when I woke up, I had such a low because I heard that was the news. And I pouted all day. But now I'm over it. <laughs> um, have you ever had sleep paralysis? Uh, yes. Yes. I have had sleep paralysis. Not as severe as some people who've had sleep paralysis. Like, have you ever seen the Netflix documentary, The Nightmare? No. Do you, you Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Uh, a few times. But I've read so much about it. And the first time I had it, I was able to convince myself, I know what this is. And get out of it. And I couldn't get out of it. But it really felt like... All, it was all true. You feel like there's someone standing in your door. You can't move. You can't speak. Your eyes are open. The man with the hat. Uh, Isn't that weird? That it's always the same. Well, I don't know if my that guy had a, a hat. The man with the hat is the number one most reported like sleep paralysis like Thing. demon. Yeah. And that's why it was such a big deal when Nightmare Before Elm Street became a thing. Because oh, everybody. Freddy Krueger. Everybody was like. I know this person. This person is my nightmares. Mm. But isn't it strange that it's just this weird, like, is a hat, like a man with a hat, you're telling me is like some weird Ingrained natural thing. In human beings. Like, yeah. have we been dreaming of men's with hats since the <laughs> 1700s? I think it's like an ancestral nightmare pattern. Know. Um, yes, I've had it. Thank God it doesn't happen to me that much. Do you? Are you just aware that you're having it, though? Because what I do is I say, okay, I'm having it. I'm just going to go back to sleep because that's how you get out of it. And then I just close my eyes and I'm like, I know this isn't real. I'm going back to bed. And that's happened like two or three times and I catch myself knowing that I'm in it. So it makes it easier to get You know through. how like you forget your dream sometimes really fast after you wake sure, up? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I kind of feel about my sleep paralysis things where I'm like, thank gosh, I'm never going to think about that again. And then I kind of, but it's happened. I would <laughs> it's say the worst. once every like three or four years it's happened to me, but nothing ever severe. Or it's always when I'm traveling. It's really, I get like really strange out of body, like paralysis things when I'm in spaces and I'm sleeping that I'm not used to, if that makes sense. I think that that's a thing though. When you travel, if you're sleeping in a new bed, there's something about your brain only like actually lets you get half of the amount of rest when you're sleeping in a new bed because you're like maybe potentially scared that there's someone coming or you're just not used to it. So it makes sense that. Yeah. Or when like, you're sleeping in a new bed. Or I have like airplane dreams when I'm on an airplane. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, next All question. Right. Um, if you were a lawyer, what is the dream case that you would have wanted to work on? Shit. Okay, my first my my first immediate case goes to a murder. Like I would love to yeah, solve a murder and be like, this person killed it. But then sometimes like 
murder cases can get too complicated where there's like there was blood or this tiny piece of hair then proves it like right. i need it to be a clear case i would kind of love for like an aaron brockovich situation if you don't know who that's aaron, exactly the one i was thinking of if you don't know who aaron brockovich is it's based on a true story and they also made it a movie with julia roberts and she was like this single mother and i'm not spoiling anything but like looked into some dirty water from a, a nearby plant and just gave justice to a lot of people who were screwed over by some evil corporations. Um, that kind of case I would love to do. Matt, next question. Have you tried crocheting? Uh, no. I mean, I crocheted one time when I was a child for a little bit. And I remember thinking, this is cool, but I never made anything cool. I don't know the difference. So, cro- so knitting is like two needles. Okay. And you're knitting. Crocheting is like a hook with the yarn and you're doing this motion over and over and does it over. produce a different product or it's just a different way of getting it's the pretty, same it produces product. a different type of like stitch yeah like you can cro you can crochet a blanket you can crochet like little things i think you can crochet a sweater it's just a certain type of pattern i think hmm. you can actually get i may be wrong you can accomplish more distance faster like knitting. you can get more done via crocheting is this like a square is a rectangle thing like crocheting is a type of knitting or is knitting a type of crocheting or are they just two different things you know like a no, square knitting is and a crocheting of... are two separate things what's the art stitching term it's like stitching cloth making yeah i don't know i i we should we should look that up uh next question is someone said can you explain more of the wall art i feel like we've never um yes we Here, can definitely I'll, I'll do take that. the camera uh, off and, and i'll film and, and the wall art is basically a gallery wall um in a collection of a bunch of different pieces of art and pop culture that i don't know i just found aesthetically pleasing with the vibe because it all kind of started with the couch and we kind of branched on from that um and it's a collection of paintings or pieces of things that i either found or pieces that i really really like for instance um this one i just bought in venice one time um at a mart i don't know who made it but this one right here is a david hockney of nichols canyon road i actually had a very large print of this my parents did in the kitchen when i was a kid and so for me i would look at this painting all the time as a child and i always just liked it and so i just have a big connection with this painting on my brain because you know when you're a kid you're just looking at stuff all the time and it just stays with you i don't know that's a photograph i think of a picasso that's picasso that is just some painting on its side this is a japanese when harry met sally movie brochure um that i bought one time and i opened it up and they have all these really cool like uh late 80s uh looking graphic design in japanese and there's like a page about meg ryan and uh carrie fisher and bruno kirby r.i.p to both of them they're actually dead meg um, Ryan is dead. or no carrie fisher uh, and bruno kirby um but i don't know i just like that i loved all the inserts and i just felt like it would look good this is looks like an Apple ad, but it actually has a Vampire uh, Weekend uh, lyric from the song Yahe. Um, got that at the Melrose Trading pl- Place, I believe. This is a David Hockney. And hopefully I'm not talking too long no, about no, this. This is great. This right. is... Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David, um, when they were very, very young, before they had any money. That's a Georgia O'Keeffe painting. She makes uh, paintings of flowers that look like vaginas. That's my Georgia O'Keeffe impression. And then that is Dudley's World. That is a fake book that is in... The Royal Tenenbaums by Wes Anderson. Um, Can the boy tell time? No, absolutely not. 
and then that is Andre 3000, a half of Outcast in a really cool photo. And that's some painting. I don't know. I found it at a thrift store. Those are, that's, that's the exp explanation of the wall art. Okay. Next question. Do you have a favorite memory with Mike? Oh, uh, yes. Oh my God. So many. Really? I'm trying to think of like what one of my favorite memories are. I would say I really enjoyed um, traveling uh, in Bonaire with you that one time because okay. we were still kind of like newly friends. friends. Yeah. We weren't working together. We weren't working together. And um, I was very kind of like still kind of like lost in like my life or I don't know as a creator. And then you gave me like a lot of really good direction on that trip. And you made me feel really, really funny in a time where like I had a lot of doubts about myself. And you came off like in a really sincere way. So, so that was why we, I wanted you to come on the trip because I had just met you and you lived in LA and I didn't live in LA and I was like, we can bring one more person. You had, you had like, I think like 80,000 Instagram followers or something. Did I? Yeah. And I was like, I like pitched you to the brand and I was like, yeah, we can bring another creator on just for like additional content. And they flew you out. I think you missed your flight. That was the only time you missed your flight, right? Yes. That was the only time in my life I've ever missed a flight. And I was like, who is this fucking LA guy? Shit. Just missing. I'm, I'm just so kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. The reason why, the reason why I <laughs> I'm missed, just kidding. The reason why I missed my flight was because that was back when my uh, alarm was an OK, a Google Home. So oh, I yeah. thought it was a great trick to set my alarm on OK Google. So the only way I could turn it off was by me going OK Google. Yeah. But I had been drinking the night before, and I went OK Google, and I just turned it off. It. Yeah. That's fine. We did have a great time, though. That yeah. was that was a good trip. Hell of a time. Do you think Mike would have enjoyed speech and debate? Yeah, absolutely. I think he would have enjoyed debate a lot as a uh, as a kid for yeah. sure. Do you have to wear a suit? Yeah. Hmm. What? I don't like wearing suits. You get used to it, man. You don't like wearing suits? No. I'm the connoisseur of comfort. I like my sweatpants, t-shirts. Oh. This person asks, do you and Mike want to ride in the Planters Nutmobile? Do you know what that is? Yeah. Hasn't the, the Planters Nutmobile has arrived at your house before? Yeah, it has. I've ridden in this. I don't know if this person works for... Let me see. Here. I would love... To drive I'm gonna around. take a screenshot of this one, but if I yeah they I think I don't remember how it happened. I think Adam knew someone that was driving it. You never been on the nut truck? <laughs> never been on the nut truck. I do love the Planters like nut truck account or whatever because it has a, the little yeah the little guy with the top hat, Mr. Peanut. Yeah. Or no, is that that's a different thing? Have you ever been on the 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 Wiener Mobile, the Oscar Mayer Wiener no, Mobile? No, because it's not kosher. So oh shit! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've never been on it, but the nut truck is a that's a. That is a hoot and a half. Yeah. We drove from my friend's Airbnb that we're staying here to my house in the nut truck. You, When you drive that thing, it's like you're the fucking president of the United States. Why, why didn't you invite me? I think I don't think you were here. You were probably away. Oh, I damn. definitely told you that it was here. But it was like, I think it was like on a Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. Because they were like, they like drive around the country. But that was a great, that was really fun. Oh, yeah. Get me in the nut, the nut truck. Um, Mike, can you, oh, <laughs> What? I. This is a thirst trap question, I think. But it says, "Can you make that dreidel spin?" I thought it was just like, "Can you can you spin a dreidel?" But I'm gonna we're gonna skip that one. Okay. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Stamps.com. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is really starting to settle in, especially for small businesses. Slaying through traffic to get to the post office is your inbox looking more like a blizzard than a winter wonderland? Rushing to send gift cards and gifts to your loyal clients. 
Well, it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. Sign up now and you'll be printing postage in minutes. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to USPS and UPS services. You need to run your businesses from your computer. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. And you can even save money with major discounts on USPS and UPS shipping rates up to 86% off. Stamps.com is a stress-free solution for every small business. Use Stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and printer. Rates are constantly changing, but with Stamps.com's switch and save feature, you can easily compare carriers and rates so you know you're getting the best deal every time. And if you run an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all major shopping carts and marketplaces. So this holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code HOOT, that's H-O-O-T, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code HOOT, H-O-O-T. Now back to the episode. Okay, uh, this person asks, what should my senior quote be? What was your senior quote? We didn't really have a senior quote. We had connections um, between all the seniors, and it was a full circle. So, like... Like my friend Alicia was like, who has been best friends in sixth grade with, who's been best friends since fourth grade with me, Matt King. And it'd be Matt King who convinced his parents to move across the street with his best friend. And it'd be like John McDaniel. And John McDaniel would be like, who brought his, whose prom date was this. Like everyone wrote a connection between them and Got somebody it. else. So they tried to match the whole, what about like the weird kid that no one talked to? What, what was They it? still made a connection. They, they made it work throughout the entire grade. So I didn't have a senior quote. That's pretty Anybody cool. Anybody give you a senior quote? Ugh, I hate. Or what do you think a good quote would be? I would say look up whoever your favorite like musical artist is and just look at interviews from them and yeah. find something profound or insightful from a musician or, or a director or someone that makes art. And then they usually have pretty good quotes. Um do you know what this means? Peach and pit of 2022. Does that oh, mean like, it's like your, your roses and your thorns? Thorn. Okay, you're high and you're low. I mean, your your peach is definitely your little Southern <laughs> Georgia peach from yeah, Alabama. Uh, uh, definitely Patricia. proposing. And then my pit, probably appendicitis. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting appendicitis at the Emmys because <laughs> I wish I stayed at the Emmys. I wish I got to go to the after party. Probably would have met some. Really cool people. Did you end up going to the Parasite after party that one year? Yeah. You went? Yeah. So you got to hang out with Bong Joon-ho? Bong Joon-ho. I, yeah, you had to hang out with him. I should, I should. The only person I regret at the Parasite after party not like introducing myself to was Leon Bridges. Because he was there and nobody was talking to him. Mm. He looked really lonely. And I wish I was like, hey, and you're Texas. From, yeah, Texas, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you or Patricia cry when you got engaged? We got teary. But I don't think either of us like boohooed and cried. Yeah, Patricia like cried, but not like, not not blubbering. No, <laughs> I think we were just more like excited and pumped over anything right. than like finally. Right, right, yeah. right. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, what Adam Melcher shows will you guys be attending? Oh, uh, wait. We're going to be going to... Uh, he's playing in L.A. in March, I think. But we did just go see him open for Noah Kahan in L.A. at the Will Turn, which was Noah really K- great. Kahan. Kahan? Kahan, I think. Damn, that season of six... That season of Sticks song is really good. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing well. I... I didn't know who he was. Yeah, he's well now he's really tapped in. He did some really good stuff on TikTok and I saw a video of him performing at like looked like it was at a ski resort and it was tons of people and it was out in the snow and yeah. it was in Vermont. He's from Vermont. And these people are just like screaming it. <laughs> it looks so cool. He's a rock star. That's good. So we will be at the LA show. So if you're at in LA and you want to see Anna Melcher and you want to say hi to us, we'll be there. This person asks, Will Mike Sheffer read my Seinfeld script and share his thoughts? A thousand percent. Yeah. Send, send it. it over to me. Um, just shoot me a DM or email me. Uh, that's really cool. I did also see a comment. On, Wait, what is a Seinfeld script? Meaning they just wrote like an people will of... just come up with episodes because the characters are so well defined. Has there will... ever been one that's like written that's been amazing? Someone sent me like a 9 11 episode and it's amazing like jerry the twin towers just fell and it's like is it serious no no it's it's like hilarious like they're like making like it's like the day after 9 11 but they would never make that no they the the show ended in 98 i think so like it could have happened if they kept the show going i don't think they would have made it it's it was so funny i think someone's i think it's an, an on the internet it's like a popular thing on the internet but anyway cool favorite song off taylor swift's midnight's album oh 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 um labyrinth i think i would say labyrinth because it reminds me of hard feelings on melodrama lord's album um yeah i would say labyrinth anti-hero i think that right now it's getting a little overplayed oh maroon i like maroon too which one's your favorite, Mike? <laughs> huh? Huh? Put Mike on the spot, huh? I haven't, what, I haven't listened. What's the name of the album? Midnight's. We just heard, right? <sighs> okay, good. Um, I would say my favorite song <laughs> is... <laughs> what is it? Uh, Bejeweled. Yes, Bejeweled. When it, walk, walk in the, the room, room and make the whole world, world shimmer. shimmer. That was a really fun TikTok to film. God, I hate this question, but someone... I know people want to know this. What's your Zodiac charts? Cancer. Are you? Yeah. Hmm. You didn't know that? I would have no oh, idea. What are you, like a Virgo? Gemini. Gemini. Oh, Yo, yeah. that classic makes sense. Gemini. Classic that makes Gemini. Sense. God. Dude, what's your birthday? September? No, I'm kidding. July 9th, 1992. You were born in Dallas, Texas. No, yeah. you were, were you born in Dallas? Yeah. Okay. So if you want to look up Matt's, Matt's birth chart and do some research, right? That's all yeah. you need to know. Shit. Wait, when's your birthday? I've had to type in your birthday many times. I know, so. yeah, yeah. Boy, My birthday is shit. June fourth, nineteen eighty six. June fourth, nineteen eighty nine. T Swift, baby. Shit, I'm sorry. I That's really okay. Well. I'm not. I'm not thinking about it at all. Uh, fa- oh, I loved this question. What is your favorite national park? <laughs> what? Um, Yellowstone. Favorite national park? Yeah. Oh. Is Muir Woods like a national park? Probably. I've never M- heard of it. Muir, M-U-I-R. It's like just north of San Francisco. Never heard of it. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, there you go. Muir. Muir Woods. I if really if liked, that is uh, a national park. That's where they shot Star Wars. Never heard of it. Star Wars, it's a great movie. It's made by this guy, George Lucas. What's a movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You know the scene where they're in the woods? Yeah. That's I like Joshua Tree. That's a park, right? Yeah. Is Josh, yeah, Joshua Tree is a national park. Yeah, national park. park. It's, have you been? No. Oh, I've never been you, in the... You want to talk about somebody to go do acid. I know. Go there like in the middle of the night, three in the morning. It's unbelievable. How far is it? It's only two hours. It's like where uh, Coachella is. No one's ever invited me to Joshua Tree. Maybe uh, we'll do a couple trip one day, okay. if that makes sense. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Rocket Money. Matt, you know how hard it is to cancel those unwanted subscriptions. You try, you email, you try and unsubscribe, and it just doesn't work. Oh, yes, and it's the worst when you realize you've been subscribing to something that you've completely forgotten about. Right. You feel like you've wasted so much money. It's the worst feeling ever. Well... Rocket Money can help with that. That is right, Mike. So if you feel like you're wasting money on subscriptions, I mean 80% of people out there have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. This is a great app that I use that helps me track all of my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Do you know how much your subscriptions are really costing you? Most Americans think they're around $80 a month for all their subscriptions when it's actually closer to $200 and more. That's right, you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. With Rocket Money, the app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want to use. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't even know you were paying for. You could find out that you've been double charged for some subscriptions. Who knows what you've been overpaying for. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is log into Rocket Money, press cancel, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It's that easy. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash hoot. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash hoot. So please cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash hoot. And, and now, and now back to the episode. Any nicotine update? Any advice? I'm struggling. Okay. Well, I, I would be curious, the person who asked that question, where they are right now in their... Uh, nicotine journey? Let's share where you are journey. Your journey. 80 days. Right now as we're recording this. 80 days, no nicotine. And um, are you happy that you have not given into one of those cravings when you have them? Do you feel... It depends. It, Mike, it depends. Are there cravings where you've texted me and you're like, I want vape right now? Would you, if you did, if you did vape that time, would you feel bad about it right now, sitting where you are? Or are you proud of the fact that you resisted every I, single urge? I don't know. The, the questions about the thought of relapsing and starting back to zero, I really don't know how disappointed in myself I would be. But looking at 80 days makes me feel so good that it has been 80 Your days. Your body is like clearing out all of this fucking garbage that you've inhaled for years. It's so good for you. Yeah. No, it has. Stay it, strong. It, but the thing is, I understand it is struggling. You have to like always keep looking forward to Something. a certain day ahead. Be like at fourteen days, hell, tell yourself you're going to vape at fourteen days. But by the time you get to day fourteen, you're going to be like, I, I should try for seven. twenty. Yeah, and I've been doing that the whole time. And even right now, I'm still like day one hundred. I'm going to hit a vape. I don't know if I will, but sometimes I still struggle with how tempting it is. And I think what's really interesting is identifying the moments in your triggers of what causes and what, and what you tend, identifying what 
tends to make you crave the nicotine. Right, right. Um, so, like, if you're going out and if you're at, like, a bar and you know that you're really going to want to hit a vape, because that's usually sometimes when I really want it, I'll go and just ask the bartender to, for a straw and for him to cut it in half, and then I'll just have this fake plastic straw and I just hit it like a cigarette. Because the act of breathing and stuff is sometimes what you're really craving more than the nicotine. Right. Also, sometimes think of the times when... Do you ever hitting your vape in... It's those moments where, like, it's dying, it tastes like shit, and it's just making you cough, and it just feels really gross. That's most likely that's what it's going to be like when you hit the vape, like, again. And you want to, like, just picture how bad it will be once you do hit it, and then it's like, well, why go back to that? Also, I don't know if this was helpful for you, but just thinking, I'm not going to vape today. You're not going to say, I'm committing to 100 days. You're not committing to 14, whatever, like... All I have to do is get through today, and you just do that every day. Yep. So you're not giving yourself this big long-term commitment of, like, I'm not going to vape forever because that's forever is an impossible task. But if you could just get through today, you'll and be okay. But what's great about the I Am Sober app, though, don't pay for the membership because you don't need to pay for it. Click the X at the top like left corner when you get it. But and you log in where you're at, every day you can read other people reviewing how they're doing at the exact same time that you stop vaping. So you, on day 14, you're to be reading about other people on day 14 and how they're feeling. Right. And Which that really helps me. And so when I'm out and about and I start craving it, I start reading those people. And you can even read about people who did relapse and they're so pissed because it wasn't even as good as they were expecting it to be. Yes. So. Yeah, that's really cool too where they're like, hey, I made it to day 56 and I relapsed. Not worth it, guys. Like, I really feel like I've wasted all this time, whatever, but. Everyone's journey is different, and we support you. Uh, next question. Who edits your podcast videos? That we would a- be... Oh, wait. Sorry. You I thought you were talking. It would be Mr. Jack Cook. Jack Cook, he's one of the best editors around. Um, he edits this, and he edits a handful of other... I think he does lightweights, um, some others, too. But he also has a great vlog channel on TikTok that it's, I make a lot of appearances in, which is one of my favorite. I know, and you can see things. him edit our podcast in his vlogs, which is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, he's so awesome. Shout out to Jack Cook. You're the best. Um, most recently enjoyed movie uh, that's ooh, been recently ooh, released. Ooh, ooh, what was it? Oh, me, recently recently released. Oh, yeah. I've been so bad about going to the movie theaters lately. Barbarian. Yes. That's your favorite? <sighs> Are you going on your letterboxed? You know what? I would say Barbarian. What? I would say Barbarian. I would say Barbarian, and I just watched this other movie called Before the Devil Knows You're Dead oh. with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ethan Hawke. I think I saw it on Stars streaming. It was so good. I never knew this film existed. The acting is superb. The plot Really, really engaging. I highly recommend it. Next question. What do you type in to find clothes on Depop? Okay. What do I type in to find clothes on Depop? That's a really good question. It depends on what you're looking for on Depop. If you've already bought things on Depop, and if you I sometimes I type in knit sweater, but I make sure that there's no wool in it. So I'll just look up vintage knit sweater. And then, or sometimes I'll type in Texas vintage and I make sure I go through my sizes. But sometimes if I buy that sweater, I'll always look up that brand that I really enjoyed and see other stuff that that brand has made. Mm. Cause it could like, there's one like called Claybrook that was, it's like really, really good. I don't even think that they're that big of a brand and the sweaters are always really, really cheap that I find and they fit me perfectly. So, oh, also LL Bean vintage. Oh, I yeah. search, um, 
and or I search up like like the hats I'm wearing. This one is from uh, Snag Collective Hats. I love their stuff, but I oh, look yes. up vintage rope hats a lot of the time. Which one are you wearing now? Um, I think it's a whirlpool. Whirl- whirl- That's whirl- so pool. funny. <laughs> is it funny? Yeah, I think so. It's What's like- so funny about it? <laughs> Because you look like you're like a rep for the company. You're at like a trade show in the 80s in Minnesota. Sometimes I type in cable knit sweater, cable knit sweater, preppy long sleeve, rugby, vintage rugby, Lacoste long sleeve. Uh, what? Someone asked, ever taken a D pick in portrait mode? Wink, wink. Not in portrait mode. <laughs> Does it look better in portrait I mode? No, it's a crazy question. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Or no, that's the emoji. The mustache guy. <laughs> uh, Matt, why are you on three podcasts? Aren't you tired? <laughs> no, really I'm not. If I could do a podcast every single day for like do five podcasts Monday through Friday, five different podcasts I would. You could. The only the only other podcast that I genuinely have considered making is a murder podcast with like me and my brother. Like there is a disappearance case that happened in our hometown. That we really want to do, but the thing is about it is we don't have any solid leads about it. And if I started it, I'd want to have some sense of direction or closure rather than just exploiting someone's really tragic story for my own gain. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So there's that. And then the only other podcast, honestly, if I had another podcast, I would love for it to be with, uh, I would love to talk with Brooke all like the time. Brooke Averick? Yeah. We could just have her on here again. I know, but she's someone who I like. I can would do vibe with, yeah. But like her and Connor's podcast is so good and so funny on their own. But I'm like, gosh, I could, I, yeah, tap in there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We're coming close to the end here, Matt. Have you ever been to the Rainforest Cafe in Grapevine Mills? And if so, did it cause trauma? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been to the to the. Yes, I've been to the Rainforest Cafe in Grapevine Mills. That's the first Rainforest Cafe I ever went to. Why did this person say that it caused trauma? I want to say it caused trauma because I'm pretty sure at the Rainforest Cafe in Grapevine Mills, there's a alligator. There's a huge, large, fake alligator where you can throw quarters into. Okay. And sometimes I think the mouth closes. And I'm pretty sure they do like bird... Uh, tours or someone like usually has like a bird on, on their like, arm on their arm like a zoologist kind of a thing okay, okay. you talk about a bird real bird yeah it didn't give me trauma it gave me great memories yeah i don't know sorry if that wasn't a great time for i need to person. go back to a rainforest cafe and have a cheetah rita what is your workout routine these days well right now my gutate psoriasis is back so i haven't been hitting the gym because when i work out sometimes it tends to flare up my workout routine, I'm on the Lion Shred. Uh, Patrick Lyons is uh, one of my trainers. He has a really great workout program called the Lion Shred. Um, I highly suggest sticking to it because every time I do stick to it, I end up going into amazing shape. Is I just have the eccentric, been... decentric thing you used to have me do? East, just so yeah, there's, there are some eccentric movements in it for sure. Yeah, some some progressive sets. But yeah. um, yes, that is the program I usually go off of. Uh, Matt, if you were going to box another YouTuber, who would it be? Box another YouTuber? They'd have to be my weight class, right? Mm-hmm. Do I want it to be a challenge or are they going to kick my ass? I think. Well, let's hear both options. You know what? Like Ben Khan. <laughs> you calling him out right here? I think I could fight Ben Khan. I I think we're the the same height. Yeah. He would probably win. You think so? I don't know. I feel like he is a little bit more like... He's an athlete, too. 
He is? He used to play baseball, which is not the toughest sport. I played... I, that's interesting. You I, played baseball? I played catch with uh, Ben Kahn in New York City one time. I played catch with him on Saturday. Oh. Really? Yeah. He's like, he's, he likes to go play catch. I think I I think that'd be a good match. Him and me. Who else? Who else is like my height? I think Ben Young, Kahn's a perfect Young answer. Gravy. Me and Young Gravy go I think it. he would fuck you up, dude. You think so? He's been in fights before. He's been to jail for fighting someone. Oh, shit. You're right. You would actually get... You would start crying. Yeah. I would not... I think you would kick your ass. Damn. We're going to wrap it up with one final question from V6Baby. What is your 2023 New Year's resolution? Oh, my 2023 New Year's resolution would be to stop talking shit. Do you talk a lot of shit? No. No. I need better one than that. That's pretty good, though. Watch, you know, maybe being a little more kinder. Wait, let me see. My 2023 resolution. You know what? It's just like, if you have nothing nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Like, you know, like, I just noticed, like, I'm not that big of, like, a gossip. But as I just get older and more mature, sometimes I catch myself, like, talking or gabbing out with somebody. And, it go, and it's just like, are we just talking bad about somebody else to make ourselves feel good about ourselves right 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 and it's a, a lot of people fall into it yeah but like i don't as i've gotten older i'm just like what there is no point to be doing this really yeah, I because hear that. And then it causes anxiety because you're like oh does that person know this about how you feel because sometimes it's really not how you feel you're just mad at somebody in a moment or you're just venting out something that like might be funny or yeah yeah so i think avoiding doing that a lot less i don't know just yeah it just makes me feel icky inside that's a so, good resolution. What about you, Mike? Uh, I want to stick to these like routines that I've been implementing that I think are actually really helpful. Like I try to do the cold shower things, and then you mentioned you. I, th I was doing the cold showers really well until you said, "Well, the shower is like a sanctuary, and I don't want to have to think about like negative things when I go into the shower and like hate the shower." Yeah. So I stopped doing the cold shower. Started just going into the pool in the morning, which I've been iffy about. But when I do it, I, it's like... Do you have to put on a swimsuit every time? Uh, first few times, I just did it in my boxers, which like was not as Ugh. great. I know. Try it, not to visualize. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, go on. Um, just like, you go, do you want to go... <sighs> it, dude, it's the worst pain I've ever experienced. It's so cold. At like 8 in the morning, the water's like maybe 40 degrees. It's so cold. My feet just... It's like, it's like spikes into your body. But you get out within like 15 minutes, you're, you just feel like a million bucks. Yeah. It's the best. Damn. I, maybe I should do that. I know we have a pool in our backyard. I'm just like, when I wake up, I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do. It is the last thing I want to do. I did it one time after a run. I would like to do it after a sauna. I know. I, I Let's wanna... buy a sauna. I'll go half with you. I was thinking about asking if you wanted to do that. Maybe we could find like a Black Friday deal or something. But I need to get an electrician, whatever. But... My resolution is to like stick to those habits more. Do the Wim Hof breathing in the morning, not drink as much. I I, I think I did my experiment. I yeah, think I, I can figure it out now. Um, just eating healthier, like not ordering food in every day and cooking my own meals. Just like yeah, you know, be the best version of myself because there are these improvements I can make that I know that will be beneficial in my long term health. So just health stuff cool all right well thanks guys for all your great questions and uh make sure you go and follow matt king on tiktok and snapchat and snapchat i'm posting a lot on snapchat lately guys so go hit it up look out folks you're not gonna see any you're gonna see a lot of snapchats from me maybe more snapchats than zayn hajazi who is that, that harry truman i can't do donald trump <laughs> <laughs>
a lot more. He's on Snapchat, folks. Got a lot more. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week.